And with the famous words, I'm over it, I'm ready, Cody has given us the blessing to start yet another episode of Realities May Very Welcome. We are the podcast that talks about whatever we want to talk about whenever we want to talk about it. I am Brian Noonan. With me, as always, the man who looks like he's, uh, I don't know, coming from a formal event or some uh, suburban dad get-together. It's uh, the always well-coiffed Cody Goff. Hello, Cody. Thanks. I'm just good-looking. Um, So here's what's on today's <laughs> schedule of events. Uh, yeah. Brian just gave me keywords, perhaps because he knows I always botch any preview of anything uh, resembling a sentence. So here are the keywords of what Brian will be talking about. Ice, merch, basketballs, toe. And uh, following in that vein, I will be talking about brands and life insurance. Wow. Yeah. Sounds scintillating so far. So far, I'm hooked. I'm curious. What on earth could they be talking about with just the key words? I don't know. I enjoy them. I enjoy the key <clears throat> words. I don't know. But uh, yeah, uh, but we'll start with our 30-second check-in. Um, yes. I have nothing really to... I, I mean, you know, this is going to be one of those episodes where I say I have nothing to say, and then I talk you got for a lot to say. half hour. But nothing, nothing, no developments of... I mean, technically, I started a full-time job today. Um, I forgot about that. Congratulations. Thank you. It's functionally... Very similar to my previous role. I, there was a contractor. I be, went from contract. It was a contract to hire kind of scenario. So I must at have this, done well. So you got hired. Yeah, I did. I did well enough, apparently. So that's kind of cool. Um, it's nice to have um, paid time off, which you'll hear about in future weeks, which is a nice benefit of Ooh. having a, a you know full time yeah. player. Tell um, me about it. But really, yeah. tell me about it because I don't know what it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me. Tell me what's that like. Somebody pays you to stay home or take a day off or go on a trip? It's nice. Uh, it's very nice. But um, but yeah, I, I mean, you know, that's about it. Um, with with that transition comes some extra paperwork and, you know, yeah. things to, you know, legalese. But it's navigating fine. So the, the week's been a little busy, but my family is healthy again. So that's we're good. relatively, I mean, everyone's had a runny nose since, you know, July. But other than that. All right, this well that leads to a follow-up question. Last week, uh, your young son, who I'm quite fond of, you know, in, in a purely uh, you know nice way, uh, was not sleeping, was doing uh, doing things. I think you said he scooted your his butt on the rug like a dog. I'm not sure if that was part of the, but uh, is is everything going well with him, my young friend? Yeah, it was fine the other tonight. Um, we played a bunch after after school. Um, his sleep is still bad, but. We're trying not to catastrophize it. He just comes into our bed a lot. But okay. Just no, I went downstairs before the show. I went downstairs to get my insulin. Uh, because I'm drinking a 20, 2022 uh, Bourbon County Stout. Wow. Not a full so it's but it's the release when they did the like reasonable bottles. Oh, okay. Remember they, they released four packs of like yes. actual human sized like beers? Twelve ounce bottles. Yeah. yeah, twelve ounce bottles. So this isn't like I'm not gonna get trashed on the show. Okay. Uh or I probably will, but why not? Um but so I go downstairs, he just got out of the bath, and then suddenly I hear pitter pattering back and forth and screaming and some slamming of doors. I'm like, okay. So I I'm going up the stairs and I see a pair of pajama pants on the stairs. And I assume, uh -oh. no, how do you think that got there? Why do you think there would be a pair of pajama pants on the stairs? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Go ahead. He stripped down and just shed them like a snake sheds its skin. Okay. 
thank you. Uh, that is not what happened. <laughs> oh. I go upstairs and try to hand them to my wife who's standing outside his door waiting to breach it. And ready to breach it like the SWAT team is outside. And she scolds. She yells at me. She's just like, those pants are covered in pee and he can't wear them because they're covered in pee. So he's mad. So I threw them down the stairs. Now, how am I supposed to know that? I have no sense of smell right now. Okay. Right. right. Welcome to my world. Thank you. I also wouldn't have known they were covered with pee. Thank you. So, and it won't wet. So I just. So wait. Why did your wife throw them down the stairs? I don't know. To go probably to get to the laundry room because okay, okay, if, they stayed, if they stayed in his room, he would keep grabbing them. I don't know. But I'm just saying. I Does he not... only have one pair of pajama pants that are? He has like 40 pairs of pajama pants. Okay. We have a friend that gave us so many hand-me-downs. We don't need to do laundry. But what? So, But he likes these ones. Or he just likes the feel of dry pee on his skin. Or he just likes a reason to scream. I don't know. That, I just that, want, all of those could be true. You're I just correct. want to know that I'm vindicated because it is absolutely not my fault that I no. assumed he had thrown the pants down the stairs. Let's be honest. Uh, your son has a history of perhaps just dropping his trousers and fleeing mm -hmm. without them. So it's not unreasonable for you to think that they were probably his or, uh, you know, his... His either left there or tossed there, like you said. Right. I so. think, yeah, I think that's... Well, I'm glad, uh, you know, I'm glad you're not... What did you say? Catastrophizing it? Did you get that out of some uh, suburban parent book? No, I read it. I, I have a vocabulary. I know you do. What? Um, you do. Are you doing dry January? I don't remember. No, why would I do that? You did it like a year or two ago. Sure, and I did sober October. I did them all. But you know what I realized? I didn't drink that much during December. Oh. To make me go, oh, maybe I should do dry January. I'm like, maybe I need to do a wet wet winter is what I need to do. Wow. I need wet. to just mm. wet winter. Uh, I did try two Polish, uh, Polish Pilsners from phase three the other day. Well, I tried one and I liked it, so I had the second. Um, it was brought to me and I'm getting these beers, uh, beer of the month. So I have right now I have four breweries downstairs that I haven't, uh, I got to crack into. So I need to start, I need to up my alcohol consumption, which mm. is something you don't hear very often. You know. For new year's, my friend who came from Wisconsin brought some of those fifth gear. Oh, uh, the yeah. premix old fashions. Yes. Yeah. Those are so good. Nice. So, Should've oh yeah, those are the ones we. Oh yeah, we've had those before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are we the brandy one and the apple brandy nice. one? Oh, so good. How is your thirty seconds? My third. I. I'm just. Uh, I'm tired. I'm. I'm. I've realized I'm just tired all mm. the time. Because last week we had Monday off, and then we had Tuesday off because we had Monday off for Martin Luther King Day. We had Tuesday off because of the snow, and um, and then I went back to school Wednesday, and it just was like. Uh, and Thursday, I was just like, oh, tired, uh, just uh, getting, because I, you know, when I'm not work, when I'm, when there's a holiday or something, I stay up late because I love staying up late, but then I sleep late. Well, now I got to get up at 5.30 and, you know, so I'm tired. Mm. And um, Thursday, I came home and I was prepping for my TMJ show and I thought, oh, I've got some time. So I came up here and it was about five o'clock and you know me, I'm prepping the show and pulling stories. Uh, about last time I looked at the clock, it was like four 50. 
Uh, at six o'clock, I woke up because my head had snapped back so hard. I fell asleep sitting in this position that I'm in right now, just clunk out. And then I was so groggy when the show started, it must have sounded like I was drunk or something because I was, I just spit a huge loogie on the mic. Hot. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I'm just, that, that's my whole day is just being tired, just yeah. being tired. That's all. But other than that, it's, you know, Walter's back because why not? Walter's always here. Um, he's got, you know, he has a key now. Walter, he just, Molly doesn't even drive him over. He takes an Uber and then he just comes to the door and unlocks it and comes in and hangs out with loss until we get home. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, it's, you know, it's easier that way for everybody. It's like his last name is Mathow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Molly is in uh, Puerto Rico. What? Where it's 80. Wait. My friend Will just got to Puerto Rico. Hold on. They're Are not they there hanging together. Out? Where in Puerto Rico? I'm going to ask him. I, I mean, think he's in Sa I think she's in San Juan. Maybe not. Uh, she's there with her company. Her, she works remotely, you know. So her company decided to take everybody on a div, uh, like a, a conference thing to a Puerto Rico. Retreat? Not a divinity retreat. They're not going to be any praying. Less to the porcelain god after a few too many rums. You know what I'm saying. That's a toilet. Uh, right. For the layman. <laughs> and but she we, got, don't have any, we don't have any of those. All our listeners are cool, not lame. And amen. No lame, amen. <laughs> um, and she got to bring a plus one. So what? she and the boyfriend are in Puerto Rico. I forgot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You forgot that her, her life has been uh, touched by God. Yeah. <laughs> Me, not so much. But... You know, I'm happy for her. I will. I so in with corporate benefits, I do have to say one thing. Yeah, I'm at a remote first company, and there's a stipend given for um for an office home setup. Home oh, office. Oh yes, setup. she's had that before. Yeah. Now it, it's hundreds of dollars. It's nice. Um, yeah. so I could buy like a standing desk converter, or presumably like an extra monitor, stuff stuff like that. Now I have all that. What I don't have is a finished desk that I'm building. So, so you buy. So well, here's a cliffhanger for a future episode. I'm gonna see if I could expense the legs to the desk that I'm building. Oh, because why not? Right? Like it's gonna be my computer desk. Right. Like, it's your office. It's gonna be your office. It's you know, it's it's it would be presumably under the limits, and I don't I won't need monitors and stuff. So I don't know. I mean, I might uh, test those waters. Uh, at her first uh, first job, Molly got to expense a Peloton bike. That's ridiculous. Uh, along with some, uh, what do they call them? Uh, the the uh, the Apple, the really nice headphones that are Bluetooth, that no uh, cord. Be Beats by Dre. Not Beats by Dre. I think they're the I think they're the Apple ones. Um, yeah, she got because it was the same thing. You could you could expense anything but a bed. So anything to make your home more work friendly. So, you know, I think for the, this one, she got a new desk for her uh, new apartment, but she still has the, she had to pay for the membership, but she was able to expense the bike and stuff. Hmm. And uh, yeah, you know what I've ever been able to expense at any of my jobs? Nothing. Bubkiss. Bubkiss. What's nada. that? That's nada. Nothing. 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 Okay. Nothing. Well, not a thing. 
Not an effing thing. Not a thing. Oh, hi. Uh, I'm back. I was singing. <laughs> Told you I was tired. Good job, Ryan. Oh, man. Thanks, It's going to be a show. You never let's, know. Well, let's get into something. Talk about What something. should we get into? I don't, You know, I didn't give a keyword for uh, for the caucuses or the primaries. We know <laughs> politics is happening. We're not going to do that. All right, let's start. For, hey, this is exciting news. I'm not going to bury the lead. This is exciting news. For all of you who have been following this podcast since the uh, quarantine started three years ago, um, we have merchandise. Realities may vary. Realities may may vary. This podcast, realities may vary. We have merchandise. We have T-shirts and sweatshirts, and they are fantastic. We also have children's uh, merch in case your kids want to wear a really cool eggs and toast shirt. Uh, to uh, mimic Cody's uh, Cody's son's mantra, eggs and toast. All you have to go- do is go to our website, uh, which is not really as may vary. It's the Crafty Brewers website. It's all there. While you're there, you can also you, you know you can always pick up a Crafty Brewers thing too. But the realities may vary. Shirts are really cool. It's a craftybrewerspod.com. So if you go there, you can. Um, yeah, you can click uh, on merchandise. Click, There's click a, on the merchandise page. To, yeah, craftybrewerspod.com. On the top, on the top of this page, there's a button that says merchandise or merch. Click on that, brings you to the store. Now you'll you'll probably see a bunch of crafty brews merchandise first. So just sure. go a page or two forward and you'll get to the realities may very uh merchandise. But uh yeah, it's you know, we Brian and I and Catherine from Crafty Brewers set up a store. With uh, print, you know, print to order, made to print, whatever, merchandise for the beer podcast. And then we thought, wait a second, two of the three of us do a different podcast yeah. with people with that might have some cool merchandise. So why don't we just why don't we just put them in the store? So now it's like the the Brian Noonan Productions store. It's under it's under Realities May Vary Productions, and uh, Cody produces crew. Both actually, crafty you, brewers. No, you produce this show. I produce this one. Um, yeah, so get in there, and uh, I figured I'd tell you because people that over the years we've discussed, you know, people have said, "Oh, do you do? Are you going to do like uh, what do you call Patreons and stuff like mm-hmm. that?" And I didn't want to, and Cody didn't want to. We we talked mm, about it. Cody, I would have. Cody, I was- Cody would have. I just there was something. No, we may get it, Mike. We'll try to get a douche canoe. Uh, don't be a douche canoe um, shirt or something with a douche canoe on there. Mm. But um, right now, we're just going with the straight up things. But I didn't want to, you know, I know I left money on the table. I'm a horrible businessman, um, you know. But I also, this show came from the radio show, which uh, people would listen to for free. And I just, I felt, I've always felt weird about that. And I, I, you know, I know I'm dumb. So <laughs> I always felt like it was, Hey, give me some money. Yeah. But, I haven't felt that way at all. I would absolutely set up a Patreon. I just I won't, don't feel like it. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe down the road, but right now, if you want to support us, you can uh, buy some merch and that would be really cool. And, uh, and it's good quality stuff. It is. You know, the, the t-shirts are my favorite brand. They're comfort colors. Uh, great, great colors, great texture, great weight, uh, on these t-shirts and the sweatshirts are really nice. 
And uh, the onesies are surely flame retardant for the babies. If you, I don't want your babies bursting into flames. So, um, yeah. So there, they got that across merch right off the list there. Yeah, that's good. And um, if you have any suggestions or there's something you don't see that you want, uh, like Mike jokingly perhaps said no canoe-themed merch. Literally, if you, someone in the chat at any point says, like, I would absolutely buy a shirt that says something about douche canoes, we will literally make that design because we... Yeah. We don't we don't pay to order inventory. You we only pay when you buy. So we can make we could make a thousand designs and they wouldn't cost us anything. Um we just will only make designs that people will buy. Cody's right. We had a uh, a teacher friend of mine who listens to the uh, Crafty Brewers podcast said, "Oh, Catherine always makes reference to Legos, like the, the hops or something being the base, like a Lego base." I wish you guys had a t-shirt like that. The next day we had that design up on the website and it was ready to go. So yeah, if if there's something you you would really uh you'd buy, well then let us know. Yeah. But uh we we appreciate you listening and um you know, the the merch is there if you'd like to check it out, if you'd like to buy it, that's terrific too. And while you're there, uh take a listen to Crafty Brewers. You're uh, I'm sure you'll enjoy that podcast as well cuz it's the same sensibility. And uh, even if you're not a huge beer drinker, you're going to uh, enjoy the stories from the people who uh, who make the beer and, and tell us about it. So, True. Magnets? Do we have magnets? We don't have magnets. We might be able to get them, though. We could probably... I'll, I'll ask. Well, like, like uh, magnets for your health, Roger, to put on your spine or your knees? What kind of, what kind of magnets are you talking about? Uh, and, uh, you know, you're, you are supporting uh, the show if you buy the merch, but don't feel obligated to buy the merch that's there if you don't like it. Again, yeah, no, if you want to support saying the show, it's available. I'm saying if you want to support the show and you want to buy merch, but you don't see merch you see, just tell us what you want. So we've got me, we've got like one with like my catchphrase at the end of the show. We've got one with eggs yeah. and toast, which is amazing. Uh, but there's probably other things that we talk about regularly that we don't, uh, maybe we could do one on like a five minute, 30 second check-in or something. Right. Um, so there's, there's a lot of opportunities and possibilities, but like, we don't know you, listener, super well necessarily because, you know, it's, it, this is a one-way medium. This isn't stand-up. We don't have your feedback right there. So there might be stuff that we do all the time that you love that we don't even know. Yeah, love. like if we say something, you know I don't pay attention to what I say. <clears throat> and Cody never pays attention to what I say. And no, I half yeah, the time to never. what he says. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, you know, if there's something you'd like to wear on a T-shirt or a sweatshirt, that's cool. Oh, thank you, Cindy. Yeah. Cindy complimenting the, the TMJ shows. Yeah. We um uh, we probably talked this out, but yeah, I, yeah, no, I was done with it. I know I jumped just dragging in. it back. I can I talk back. can I talk about a thing then? Please bring something up that's <clears throat> not us uh shilling for cash. Well, let's talk about oh my god, crafty brewers bottle openers. How did we not think of that? Oh, oh my god. Roger, okay. that's brilliant. Thank you, Roger. If uh, we get one, I'll give you one. <laughs> I've I've actually had this thought for several weeks, if not months. And what I just could it be? Forgetting to mention it. So when I want to know your opinion, this is a poll the audience uh kind okay. of thing. When I am preparing for a party, everyone wants bubbly water, right? Like that's they the do. thing, carbonated water with the flavors. Like people are obsessed with that, right? Ugh. They are. You gotta have it. I dude, I do not like carbonated water. I think it all tastes like aluminum. I cannot take it. But women drink it like it's air. Like their life depends on it. 
Oh, I and, know. We had that's di- well, that's different than a hard seltzer, right? That's that the buble water. Yeah, just like that's just like carbonated LaCroix. water. Lacroix. Lacroix water. Basically. Okay. So, I was I was at the grocery store, and like, bubbly water is one of those things where the brand doesn't really make a difference. Like, you can get Lacroix or bubbly or. There's one other one, and it's yeah. pretty. It's just water, right? Right. Yeah. Barely any difference. Seltzer water. But Lacroix is like that's like the that's the fan, that's like the Starbucks of sparkling water. What about Pellegrino? Pellegrino is not flavored though. Oh, okay. I'm talking about like bubbly waters that have like pomegranate or tangerine or whatever. You know what I mean? Yes, sure. Okay. So, but my question is, and I'm only using bubbly water as an example. This goes for all brands. But if 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 you go to a party someone is hosting, see when I'm planning for a party and I go to the grocery store, that's when I tend to spring for name brands to kind of show off a little bit. <laughs> Okay. Like, oh, they have LaCroix. This is a nice party. Oh, they have Heinz ketchup. Like, the rest of the year I'm buying, like, signature brand, jewel, off-brand, you know, ketchup which is, mustard. Which is mostly the, just as good. It's literally the same. It's yeah. literally the same. But when I have a party, like I said, I want to show off a little bit, you know? Sure. Like, get the Dean's 2% milk. I don't know why we're drinking milk at a party, but here we are. Yeah, what kind of well, party are you having? I'm going to bust out the Bailey's Irish cream, not the whatever else Irish cream, right? Okay. So, from a, but from a party goer's perspective i don't i don't really pay attention to that kind of stuff but do other people and how is it perceived if you walk into somebody's party and you're a sparkling water drinker and you see a bunch of Lacroix, do you think to yourself wow they're very fancy highfalutin they buy Lacroix, or do you think oh wow they waste their money on Lacroix. they should be buying the off-brand wow they're just wasting money which one is it well, here's here's the thing. If I'm going to a party, it's usually people I like, so I don't judge what the hell they have. Um, now, if I were to come to your party and you said I only have Natty's Natty Light Watermelon uh, beer, I would go, "Oh, uh, I'll just have a bottle of water, not that bubbly water. You got any tap water or something?" Um, but I like to me, it doesn't matter. I don't. If there's something I really want. I'll bring it to a party or bring it as a gift to the, you know, bring something. But if I'm going and the host is providing stuff, I'm just happy the host is providing stuff, you know, because like I said, it's either people, it's either family or friends. And so I'm not going to be going, oh, one way or another. And I would never, if you know, if you, if you want to have LaCroix instead of whatever off-brand bubbly water, I don't, why would I, why would I think that's bad? You yeah. know, well, I don't know. I, I, and I also wouldn't think you were putting on airs because it's not like you went, uh, I flew over to Bavaria and I picked up this special water. It was from a glacier and then it was carbonated with the uh, gas of a yak. And it uh, then we took that ass gag, yak <laughs> gas water and we flew down to the tropics where I freshly picked the fruit that I squeezed into it, and then I shook it up just a little more to make it even fizzier, and then I popped the top on it. Wow. You just had a can of LaCroix. I could pick up a can of LaCroix down the street at 7-Eleven. It's not like it's, uh, you know, not like everybody's getting a bottle of Dom when they walk into your house. Oh, they do? Well, sure, but that's just you, you know, 
trying to show off. The Dom is rubber banded together with every can of LaCroix. And so you're saying you don't don't walk in and you you don't think this person's a little excessive for rubber banding a bottle of Dom to every can of LaCroix. That I I would go, I don't know if I'm going to drink both. And if they were rubber banded together, I would say, am I supposed to mix these? And that seems weird because I don't want to mix Dom Perignon with LaCroix bubbly water, which I don't want to drink anyway. I'll drink the bubbly Dom, but I'm not drinking bubbly water. So, Um, I mean, you can tell if you can like, all right, you went to Noonan Fest. I did. Noonan Fest was over the top um in a number of ways but that was not my doing um but you could say there were some things there that were like excessive sure yeah um but i've been to your house nothing nothing uh screams look at me look at me here's my flex aren't i the best host with the most money i'm fine because that's what i am doing i am saying look at me look at me i have the best flex with the horse because i have the avian ass blaster uh with uh that's ass yak water ah that's right yeah glacier ass yak glacier yak ass water i go to dasani uh the capital of brazil every quarter yeah i hate dasani water out of all the flat bottled water dasani tastes like somebody uh they got the water in there and then they teabagged it. Oh, see, Dasani is all they served at my high school. So I would Blech. do Dasani and pepperoni pizza. Let's go, dude. Oh. Um, Cindy brings up an interesting point. It's yes. fine. I don't care, but not generic Coke products. Because that that is, there, there's, a, there's a minor distinction of what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is the things that truly don't make a difference. Like, again, Heinz ketchup versus like signature Hunts. ketchup. Yeah. Or um, yeah, certain condiments, right? Like Hellman's must mayonnaise versus like another mayonnaise, right? Mm. Sometimes the chips are pretty okay if they're off brand, right? Like, but there are things where it does matter, right? Like ice cream always matters. Coke and Pepsi is a thing, though I wouldn't judge somebody for Pepsi because that's a flavor thing. And um, I always drink Mountain Dew, so that's just different. Yeah, I mean, name brand pop you got to have. I did my time drinking generic pop when I was, you know, first out of college working at a tiny radio station big k cola no way if i'm having pop it's coke or pepsi you know and if i'm at a taco a taqueria somewhere in pilsen i'll go with the rc but mm. other than that it's coke or pepsi yeah i'm not like and i grew up drinking generic pop we drank yummy brand from uh from jewel hmm. you know because they had grape grape orange root beer and cola that sounds good yeah well my dad would drink pepsi but we would drink because uh, we would drink yummy. Um, there's a my friend sent me a video of a guy on Instagram who is fermenting Mountain Dew into what? Into wine. Really? He got yeasts and he's he mixed it up and he put honey in and he diluted it or he was making mead. Maybe mead. Sounds he, meaty. Is mead. What is mead? It's a sweet, thick. Uh... I think it's yeah i think it's a thick sweet after dinner thing wine yeah it's a wine yeah i think he's making mead at a mountain dew he mixed it all up he showed the process looks fascinating it'll be done in a month i am waiting with bated breath it's an alcoholic beverage made by fermenting honey mixed with water and sometimes added ingredients mm-hmm. uh such as yeah new page opening you put a bunch of honey fruits in. spices grains and hops so there you go yeah he's making mountain dew mead 
That'll be your downfall. <laughs> That'll be what finally takes you over the edge into the abyss. Ken is right. Ice mountain water. That's the water. You don't, you don't mess around with it. Don't give me a Hinkley and Schmidt in a bottle. Uh, don't, or tap. I'm, you know, I'm all, I'm all tap. I don't care tap about water. what bottle of water it is. I mean, I drink tap at home, but if I'm, if I'm really thirsty, I'll drink it. If I have a choice, I'll go ice mountain. Yeah. Uh, if, if all they have is Dasani, like if I'm on set, Cody, which I haven't been in years. But if I was on set, sometimes all they'd have is Dasani. Weren't you on Chicago PD like two years ago? Yeah, that doesn't matter. But um, but yeah, I would drink Dasani then, but not not by choice. Um, yeah. Yeah. So no, wh why? Are you having a party? Did you have a party that uh, I was not privy to? I have no friends. I don't want to see anybody. That is no. Um, you are always socializing. You are, I, a, you are a gadfly. I would have a party Saturday to watch the WWE Royal Rumble, but uh, for Christmas, my wife got me a date night, which I'm very excited about, and it happens to be Saturday. Oh, where are you going? Uh, downtown somewhere. I don't know. We're going to go. It's going to be no another one of those club dates where you go to a club at 930 and nobody's there till 4 a.m.? She's bringing me to a lounge club, so I we f and a it lounge. opens at like 2 p.m., so it's, it's a <laughs> day and night club. It's, is it a lounge at a senior center? No, we're it's, going for the buffet, and then we're going to play bingo, and then we're going to do a craft, and we'll be home by six. Hey, now there's going to be wee bowling at seven thirty. Oh, oh, wee bowling yeah. is always fun. Yeah, wee my granddad was the head of his wee bowling league at his retirement home. Really? Yeah, very nice. I haven't wee bowled in a long time. Yeah, but it's it is fun. Um, it is our day and night, but the next day I have reserved time to watch the replay. Of the WWE Royal Rumble. CM Punk, a favorite to win. We'll see. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. What's the deal? I, I've heard rumblings, uh, not royal rumblings, but just rumblings that The Rock may be coming back. A lot of rumblings. A lot would of it, rumblings. Would it be for this event or for a different event? For, oh, well, WrestleMania. WrestleMania, sure. But he could make an appearance at the Rumble. It's unclear. Hmm. See, the thing is, his cousin, Roman Reigns, has been WWE champion for like 1,100 days. That's whose cousin? The Rock's? The Rock's cousin. Oh, Rock is Roman Reigns' cousin? Most, every, yeah. Most Samoan wrestlers are related There's to like The Rock? There's like a thousand-person Samoan family. The Rock is related to Rikishi, uh, Umaga, I'm pretty sure. Like, like literally, this is not That's just racist. a stereotype. Wait, there is like a massive Samoan family with like, 20 plus rest like notable wrestlers and they're all cousins okay it's crazy like the jay and jimmy uso i think that they're also <laughs> like everyone's related it's crazy <laughs> but yeah the romans rocks cousin everybody thinks that would be a big match but cody rhodes is supposed to challenge roman reigns at wrestlemania but people are rumoring maybe it'll be a three-way and then punk was gonna fight seth rollins for the other title but seth rollins is maybe injured possibly after some live event last week so oh, it's God. all chaos brian it's it sounds be... it sounds hard to follow mm -hmm. <laughs> so many things could be happening yeah in the wrestling world and you'll miss it how will you avoid spoilers i don't know oh by not going on the internet at all Oh, that's and, pretty good. And by like muting two of the uh, text threads that I'm in. Dude, <laughs> earlier today, I cut my two fingertips. On what? I don't know. Do you see this on my middle finger? Probably not. Are you just trying to flip me off? I am. 
No, I can't. Your finger gets blurry the closer you get to the camera. Yeah, that's really annoying. Oh. I see. Yeah, I do see. Yes, there I see something. Yes, I see it. Is it a paper cut? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It like sliced open and it really hurts. Ugh. It really hurts. It's across like the whole top of my finger. And why did I, I brought that up for a reason, but I don't remember why. I don't know. Just that you wanted to see me go, Ugh. Maybe. Speaking of, hey, I, we talk about my finger. How about your toe? My Remember a couple weeks ago I said I had a Technicolor toe? Yeah. Because I'd gotten these blisters. How long do you think a blister should take to heal? A week? Yeah, I'm at two months. Um that uh, well, I had one. I had a giant one on the bottom of my toe, and I'm the diabetic one. Ha! I know. I, well, trust me. Don't think I don't keep hearing that from my bride. Um, so the one, the one on the side healed. The one on the bottom is not healing. But the reason it's, I mean, it's healing slowly. The reason is I have to walk on it nonstop because it's right, right on the bottom of my toe. So I've got, you know, the. My toe looks like a horror story because the rest of the skin is drying up because it's wrapped all the time. Then I get home at night and I take it off. So everything dries out so that it's just, and so I don't know at what point now I have to give in and go see some doctor who's going to blame the fact that I have a blister on my toe on my weight because they always, it always turns into that. Really? Yes. Every, I don't care. I could have broken my arm. Well, you know, if you lost a few pounds, your arm wouldn't have broken. Well, no, if I hadn't fallen off the ladder, my arm wouldn't have broken. Well, mm. if you didn't walk, uh, you know, your big with your big walking feet, maybe your blister would have healed. I go, well, the one on the side of my toe where I didn't walk on it healed right away. So that leads me to believe it's not uh, diabetes. Uh, it's just the fact that it's in a spot because it really overbreak. It started to heal more because I sat on my ass half the time. Yeah. But now I got to be up and I'm on my feet all day in gym. So what are you going to do? You now, have you ever have you ever retorted to them and said, uh, lose weight? Well, I already lost my mind. <laughs> no. And then just stare at them and don't blink and don't look away. And then slowly unzip your pants and then and see start, what happens. Start jerking. <laughs> All right. You that's, what you were leading. that's what you were leading to. I was I not that's, leading. That's to exactly that. what you wanted. I was to not say. leading. You to want that. you. That's why else would I unzip my pants? I don't know. Just to, to air get, out my hot crotch. I don't know. Maybe you put some gold bond down there and it tingles like a fairy. No, if I put gold bond down there, it'd turn into like uh, a roux that you'd make gumbo with. Just turned thick and oozy. All right. Sometimes. <laughs> but I'm anyway, hungry. so. <laughs> What, so, yeah, I don't know what to do. Perspective. Why, why, why does the topic of your disgusting toe come up so regularly? Because it's podcast? because it should have been healed in a week, <sighs> and now it's now it's we're at, we're approaching two months since the <sighs> since the band aid ripped the bottom, <laughs> and it was deep. Right. I mean, it was probably like one layer of skin away from the bone. That's how right. when when it got ripped off, it was. It was All right. Does this lead into your ice topic? No, well, you sh it's gonna, it's gonna, of course, because <laughs> listen, you brought up your little paper cut. I got, I'll, you want me to, you, I'll pull the toe up. I'll bring it oh, right up. Oh, here we go. Oh my God. I'm not looking at that. I'm literally there looking away from my TV, right? I'm not looking at the TV. 
the computer. Oh, oh, God, I just gave myself a Charlie horse on my other leg. That was deserved. <laughs> Reality is made very oh, merchandise oh, socks with a caricature of oh, Brian's toe. <laughs> Ow. Oh, I did just give myself a Charlie horse on my uh, other leg. I am so... Oh. The second major leg injury you've gotten while I've worked with you. I've had so many leg injuries, it's not even funny. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, the toe is healing, but that's... so. Oh, yeah, the ice, duh. It's supposed to... It's freezing rain right now. Yeah. So that means tomorrow morning is going to be a sheet of ice. Yeah. I almost broke my leg the other night. I had salted everything. Everything. My my sidewalk was safe for a uh, a scared man like me who's a. I know if I fall, I'm dead. My neighbors, their gutter was overflowing. Like the snow was starting to melt on their roof, it was overflowing, and it splashed somehow onto my walkway to the garage. We had been at my mom's all day Saturday, toiling away. She finally decided she wanted her Christmas stuff all put away. So we went over. We did it. That was fine, um, which led to us also looking for a dog. But uh, that's another story. I'm wa- <laughs> That's right, Cody. Keep up tonight. Stuff is moving <laughs> fast. Uh, we only got so much time. This Bourbon County is hitting me uh, yeah. harder than I can keep up with the Joneses. <laughs> anyway, the the... Joneses. Keep it up with the Joneses. You'd clean out your gutters so they don't flood somebody else's sidewalk. And then it freezes over. And I had literally, literally just said to Debbie, I salted so there shouldn't be any ice. We're walking from the garage to the house. And all of a sudden, whoop, I hit the ice. My leg twists. I fall into the fence. I bounce off the fence, much like one of your wrestlers, Cody, coming off the ropes. Yeah. I come off the chain link fence. I survive that. But now everything is going to be icy tomorrow morning. The roads, the sidewalks, the streets, the snow, everything will be icy. And I have to venture out at an ungodly hour to go to be a PE teacher. Which today, I spent 45 minutes putting air in little basketballs. That was my job today, pumping up miniature basketball. Nice transition, Brian. Well, I'm trying to get it all in because really, I'm just, I'm just moaning. I know. We got things. We're not even halfway into the allotted amount of time for the show. Right. You got to be somewhere. I mean, I don't. No, I'm you, kidding. No, so so the, no, the ice, I just, I hate ice. And mm. people, I, like, I love my car. My car is awful in the winter. It's it's bad on snow and ice. It's bad in the rain. Uh, any other? I love it. I love the fe- every, everything about it, except I didn't get an all-wheel drive, and so it's a little light in the back. <laughs> Skids a little. Plus, mm. I'm 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 telling you, Cody, if I fall, that's it for me. Yeah, I'm going down. I'm not getting up. Wear a helmet when you leave. I should. I you should look. I should look like one of those kids who got pulled out by forceps and then they had to mold their head back in with one of those helmets. Mm-hmm. That's what I need to do. And I need to wear a dog training suit. Dude, I took the trash out uh, 10 minutes before the show and I thought I was going to die on my driveway. It was that slick? It is very slick. See, I haven't gone out since I got home from school. I get home. 
and I'm, I had stopped at Costco. So I'm bringing in, I'm bringing in all my stuff from school and I'm bringing in the bags from Costco and I get on the deck and there's a garbage bag out there, a bag full of garbage on your deck, on my deck from my kitchen. Who put it there? My wife. Oh, now normally, normally I would have just turned around and taken it back out, but I was tired and my toe hurt. And Debbie did say, I started to take the garbage out. And I said, yes, I noticed. She said, oh, and then I had to take a call for work. So I'll take it out after. I'm like, okay. That leads me to, she just went out about an hour ago or hour and a half ago and took the garbage out. And she said it was kind of slippery too. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but I would advise not leaving the house tomorrow, but I never leave the house. So I envy you so much. Well, I envy not leaving the house. I could, I could literally never leave the house. I don't care about leaving the house. Every time I leave the house, I wish I had, I wish we had a purge. I would purge yeah. nonstop. Yeah. I'd just be purging. I should a lot of actually, people deserve to be purged. I should actually say I am going to start leaving the house. For what? Well, and it's going to affect this show. Oh, no. So the oh, first yeah. the first Monday of every month, I'm going to have a conflict. Oh, that's okay. What is it? I have joined the DuPage Woodworkers group. Well, well, well. Yes, yes, yes. They meet in person uh, in like Glen Ellen or somewhere near me. Uh, the first Monday of every month, and okay. a few hundred members, I think. And Is that people right? just, you can bring your woodworking questions, and they usually have a guest speaker talk about like a woodworking thing. And I have access to their woodworking library of wow books about woodworking. You and can get some uh, answers for your table. Gets a whole thing. Wow, so I'm very. very it's just I, I'm uh. <clears throat> I'm more than 30 minutes away from anybody I know. Okay. Uh, and it's lonely and I don't like it. And I I've been I've been relying on the whole like, oh, you'll meet people when your kids are older thing. That's a long time. That's a long time. Long. Um, and so, you know, I've been going to church, bringing my kids to church every Sunday that we're here and they're not too super sick. Um, I've been doing it with that. I've met some people at church passingly. Um, and I'm trying to get involved. So I, I try to meet people. So that's, that's cool. Seems like a way to do it. And, and it's just for you, which is nice too. I think yeah. that's nice. It's just, it's something just for you. So you can go and enjoy yourself and meet people and meet, meet like-minded woodworkers and, yeah. uh, enjoy something that, cause listen, there's no questioning your dedication to your family, but you do have to do something for yourself. I have to do something. Yeah. I have to do something. Do like, something. I, you know, by, yeah, I mean, by the time I was in middle school, I mean, my dad was running like an award-winning pipe band, bagpiping with Cheap Trick at the Rockford Area Music Awards. And, that is a flex. You know, and on Rockford Rotary and, uh, and bagpiping everywhere and doing these charity events. And my mom was volunteering everywhere and running like the church, like, volunteer groups and feeding hundreds of families in Rockford who wouldn't have Thanksgiving or Christmas dinners. And just, just, they're just, uh, they did so much. And like, 
I do podcasts, which is great. Right. But like, I don't want my kid to be 10 and be like, dad just sits at home all day, like on computers. Well, like, he and- don't you, he knows, he knows that you go do the, uh, the shows where they have adult drinks. Is that he, he literally talks about crafty brewers podcast all the time. <laughs> I was like, I was going to do, I'm going to do a podcast with Brian tonight. Oh, are you doing crafty brewers podcast? <laughs> like, no, no, not tonight. <laughs> He'll be in the bathtub. He'll be like, hey, let's do Crafty Brewers podcast. I'll be Brian or I'll be daddy and you be Brian. And I'll be like, okay, welcome to Crafty Brewers. He'll be like, okay. And then he'll just like start talking. It's amazing. amazing. But I don't know. I, I want to know. My parents were on my, they were on the school board and the women's club and the athletic committee and this and that and all this kind of stuff. Um, Yeah. I was always on the road. So I was like, nah. And yes, uh, they sometimes you do meet people when your kids grow up, but some of those people are jerks, and you don't want to hang out with them anyway. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't wait. I wouldn't risk it. If you roll all the dice on, I'm going to meet people when my kids are older. It's a, that's a gamble. Yeah, I I think you just have to try and be active. And I did. I I like when I'm like, here's how bad it was. Like not how bad it was, but like here's how much I was just like, something's got to change this year. Yeah. Um, and it's not like I'm under socialized. I have this conversation with my wife, like ad nauseum, and it's just like, oh, I feel so lonely and isolated. Oh, really? We just went to rock for four weekends in a row for like weddings and like baby showers. So, like, Is that right? and I was well, no, no, not this now, but like okay. last year, right? We would do, we would have plans like three out of four weekends of a month with people. So it's like we're not starved for whatever, but there's something about the local being plugged into a local community in the local proximity that like I need. Right. Um, so I even went on meetup.com and I looked for board games because I'm like, you oh, know, that no makes comic- sense. yeah, there's no comic book shops around here. Dude, there's a church literally like eight houses down from me that does a board game night every Wednesday. <laughs> really? Like yeah. the kind of board games you play? Uh-huh. Or like Monopoly? No, like real strategy board games. Really? So, um, Currently, my spouse has an, an engagement on Wednesdays, but like once once that's over, pff, like come on, go to that. It's like I can literally walk. It's like a fight. I can walk in this weather. Well, if it wasn't so icy, but I can. <laughs> it's so so close. It's stupid close. So uh, anyway, I don't know how we got on that tangent, but I, uh, the point is that uh, uh, one Monday a month I'll have to miss this show. Okay, that's unfortunately. Fine. Uh, but I'll have more stories to talk about. Yes, you will. I'm working. My sandpaper arrived, and I'm going to be <laughs> really? working. Oh, dude, I've got it what all. What kind I'm, of sandpaper? The sandpaper for for my festival random orbital sander. Oh, my, that's the one you were talking about last week? My festival went, e- uh, ETS-125R Rec Plus. That, uh, what if you get to this woodworking club and... It comes up, you know, people are talking about orbital sanders, and you drop that like it's a big deal, and all the experienced woodworkers just laugh at you because they were like, oh, you got boned. No, the, the nice one is $800. I bought okay. the $250 one. That's good. So I know. But, uh, but no, all the supplies are here. So when my wife is out of town for a few days next week, uh, I am theoretically going to get some sanding done and get that table ready. Wow. Oh, that's right. She's going. What Now, when will you sand? Because I'm, I'm betting the children are not going to be sitting around watching in awe as you fire up the orbital sander. I mean, daycare, daycare for ten hours. Oh, they do. Oh, they do go. They still. Oh, yeah. That's right. Wednesday and Friday, and then Thursday, my kids got a um, 
like a kind of mini preschool kind of morning thing from the park district. A so. mini preschool kind of morning thing. That is very convoluted and vague. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what that is. But no, so it's not it's like it's outing. It's not like it's just me and them for four days. I'd die. You'd be fine. But you'd I, die. I wouldn't. No, it'd be hard. It'd be very hard. Oh yeah, it'd be very hard. I'm not. No, no. Don't don't mistake. You'd be fine with it. Would be easy. Those are not <laughs> synonymous at all. I think you would survive, but it would be ungodly hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least uh, you don't have to find out because you'll I send don't. them off to learn things. Do they have nap time at preschool? Does your son nap at preschool? You have to preschool like clockwork. You won't nap here. Okay. Well, I'd send him to preschool every day. <laughs> Just at nap time. Just go, hey, can I drop him off just at nap time? I should see if I can pay for an extra day next week. Oh, my God. That'd be amazing. Don't tell your wife. Just do it. Okay. Because then the, the kids will go, oh, we went. To, well, the baby, with the your daughter won't be able to tell. But uh, your son, even if he went, oh, we went to preschool three days, she'd go, eh, he's drunk. Uh, so we, we, you know, he has a history of telling tales. We don't know. He pretends he's his dad in the bathtub doing a podcast. We don't know what's up with this kid. That's fair. That is, that is fair. Uh, all right. You wanted to talk about life insurance. This, I hope you're not pitching me on some sort of a pyramid scheme now. How did you remember that? Because I listened to what you say. Unlike, unlike I, other people on supposed, this show. Am I supposed to do that to you? No, I didn't say you were supposed to. I just say I do. That's why I'm an empathetic interviewer. Okay. Because I listen to people. All right. Well, I've got... Um... I've got good news and bad news about life insurance. Oh, there's there's good news? The good news is I am, uh, as part of some of my benefits packages, it, it's some employment that I've picked up. I'm, able, I'm eligible to get some employer-sponsored life insurance I can opt into. That's nice. Uh, so I can get myself, my, my spouse, my, uh, my children, everyone in the family, I'm getting a little bit of coverage because you never know. Sure, why not? You never know. Uh, bad news is I, I was denied uh, independent coverage when I applied last month. I know why. Why do you think? Because you got the diabetes and you're going to die. They don't want to pay you. Incorrect. Is it your uh, height height and weight ratio? Incorrect. Is it the amount of gel you put in your hair? incorrect wait a minute what could it be did you tell them you uh use cannabis correct you why were you honest (laughs) this is what my wife said all right of course of course that's what your wife says it's like when they go do you smoke nope because to me i don't smoke i have a few cigars a year here's why brian because Earlier this year, or, or sorry, in 2023, my parents' house literally got hit by a tornado. Right. And they had to basically make it a full-time job for six months to get insurance to pay for anything. And insurance still only paid for maybe two-thirds of the damages. Right. right but that still doesn't answer so my wife and, and your, your wife and my question. So if I do a life insurance application and they say, do you use cannabis? And I say, no. Then when I die, don't you think they're going to find a way to find cannabis in my system and say, mm, he lied on his application, we're not going to pay you? I don't, first of all, unless you die by overdosing on cannabis, 
they're not going to do an autopsy on you. Chances are uh, you'll die however it is you die. It won't be suspicious. And then, you know, because use is, do I use it? Or do I occasionally have some? I can't if I of- occasionally have some that's not using. It doesn't matter. Well, I was an idiot. Well, you Every, told them. Yeah, you were an idiot. I, I told them. Apparently, I was an idiot. So let that be a lesson to you that according to actuarial science, which I have learned is bullshit, uh, if you have type 1 diabetes, which makes you like 20 times more likely than the average person to die, uh, that's fine. But if you do cannabis, which you literally cannot die from, let me repeat that. You literally cannot die from cannabis. You literally cannot die from cannabis. Not to mention, I told them specifically, I only do edibles. I told them specifically, I do not smoke it, which means that I'm not at increased risk of like lung cancer or anything. Um, You're at increased drug, risk of dumb cancer. Apparently a drug that literally cannot kill you. And literally there are like no long-term adverse effects according to science. Um, if you do that in a state where it's legal to do so, um, then you're too high risk. But if you're type one diabetic and like you, you accidentally overdose on insulin once and you die, which is a thing you have to do like several times a day. For overdose? Your, uh, regularly do, oh, okay. do insulin, you know, sure, sure. Um, that's not okay. So anyway, I, I thought that was great. Uh, I let me, let me, let me posit this and I don't say it's right. I'd say this is probably what it goes to. For whatever reason, because if you tell them you drink a lot, they're going to deny you. If you tell them you smoke, they're going to deny you. Anything that is, anything that could show uh, judgment that goes against your health, they're probably going to deny mm. you. Like mm. diabetes, you can't help it. You you got it. It's you know, you didn't choose. You didn't make the choice to go out and uh, drink a big can of diabetes, did you? Mountain Dew? That's mm, sugary. Maybe I did. Maybe you did. Just kidding. That doesn't cause diabetes. Uh, don't be <laughs> in school. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. All right. Just, so I, you couldn't you couldn't get it because you were honest. Yeah. And what does that prove? Once again, honesty, honesty is for stupid yes. idiots that need to die. I get it. They don't it's, need to die. They're just they're they're just honesty does not pay. Mm-mm. Does not pay. They they movie. tell you it does. They try to they try to steer you that way. Oh, honest, be honest all the time. Honest all the time. Pfft, screw that. <laughs> Selective honesty is always best, especially when it comes to these uh, insurance jackals. Unbelievable. Well, unbelievable. Well, so thank what, God for now, the. Em- yeah, with your employer, you're in a group plan, right? Yeah, I mean, the, I don't think I think. I'm eligible for coverage up to like twice my salary or something. I may have to provide some documentation or something to get like to a full, like, you know, half million or whatever it is I want. Okay. Um, Cause I want the maximum amount just, sure. just because um, millions, but uh, yeah. Um, anyway. And, and there's a spousal coverage thing and, you know, I'm going to get my kid. Like I said, I'm going to get everybody covered just, yeah, just yeah. to be on the, it's, it's funny. I, you know, I work on a personal finance podcast and I did an episode on life insurance and immediately I opened like some tabs and I'm like, I should get this. Yeah. Um, so though, so we're all, we'll all be covered. Not to the extent that I would like to be covered by a private plan. And obviously since this is an employer 
tied, right? Like you stop working for that employer, you no longer have it, but at least buys me some time. I presume I won't get fired in the next like six weeks, knock on wood. And there's probably, there's probably some, if you've been paying in to this policy for however long you're working for your employer, there's probably some carryover thing where you could then oh, really? move it to your own and pay extra or whatever. Maybe. But in any case, um, so I like that you're already thinking about not working for this employer that you just started on 12 hours ago. What? That you're already going, well, if I get fired, I'm not going to get my insurance. You just started. I, uh, this is your first day. Brian, I have been fired or laid off from half of my last, half of the jobs I've been in for the last like 15 years. Oh boy. So that's, that's through funny. no fault of my own. I was a top <laughs> I was literally a top performing employee in the role, surpassing all expectations in every role. But layoffs happen. And then there was the one time I got fired because psychopaths ran the company. Uh, cool. But that was, it just happened. Like discovery. Like it was I was a merger, like, hostile takeover. It was a merge. Dude, my podcast was amazingly good. And, uh, and the reviews after we left, went down the crapper when they outsourced the uh, ha -ha. like really bad like they were just yeah. getting one i'd watch because there's a website you can track reviews oh, yeah. they literally got one star reviews for like a year and a half um not just exclusively one star reviews. is it still like, going it is still going and it has started to trickle back up but the listenership has never returned to the levels that it was at when we were wow. when we were big because i still have um ways of finding out what the listenership is um and Good for uh, you. anyway, but yeah, like that, like if you look at my performance in that role and what I contributed to the company, it's like we would never lose this person. But like on a spreadsheet, it just didn't make sense for somebody. So damn it. Damn it. So now everybody's covered. Yeah. And, I, I, don't, uh, I don't get salty about layoffs. Like I've been laid off from a few companies and I'm not mad at any of those companies. Like I, I think they could have done better. Um, but in terms of profit and loss finance people like i get it like there's spreadsheets and there's numbers and a company has to make some money and like people get cut like it's not personal but that also is why as a millennial i don't have this like i care about my job the same way attitude as like some boomers yes. might or older people because like they could stay at a job for 20 or 30 years and it's great like i went to a consulting firm and they fired a woman 30 years and they just yeah. fired her like overnight, basically. Um, there was no trend out or anything. And the team was so upset. The, the executive leadership had to walk it back, hire her back as a consultant, pay her like twice as much money. Oh, wow. Address it at like three all hands meetings. Like it was a huge thing because people looked at it and they're like, what the F are you doing? Um, yeah, because if they'll do it to her. Of course. They sure will do it to and you. And that's the way companies are. Like I could I could have one of the top like 100 science podcasts on Apple with no paid budget and like I can just get get rid of because mm -hmm. that's like I'm just a number, right? So I'm never going to treat an employer ever like, oh, I'm married to you, you know, like cuz like they'll, you know, they can they yeah. can make the annulment happen. We're you at know? the drive-thru. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. So, But that's the, there's a reason these things happen. Some people say like, well, millennials are job hoppers. Gen Z won't say it. It's like, well, yeah. Right. <laughs> employers and are not like, 
the players are not like, yes, we will take care of you for 10 years. And, you know, if you get sick, we're okay with that. Like, oh, just kidding. You missed three days of work. You're fired. You know, it's like, you know, yeah. thanks for your eight years of service. It's, it's, it's just a different, you know, it's a different world. Yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> no, I, no, I mean, that. like I used to, when Molly first got, you know, got her first job and stuff, I was still thinking that old way, like, boy, don't, you got to stay a little while and it, but if a job's not good for you, if they're not treating you well, if things aren't, if they're, it's not what they promised you, it's then you, you then go, just yeah. go. And then, and, uh, yeah, Mike says his company is forcing him to move to another state or find a new job, but they are not providing relocation costs. That's what Discovery did. They said you can keep doing the podcast for a reduced rate of pay and as a contractor. Uh, or if you want to keep your job, you have to move to New York or L.A., but we're not going to give you any relocation assistance and you have to do it this month. It was December. <laughs> it was December. You have to do it this month. You have month. to move to New York or Los Angeles in December. In the right. next month, on your own, uh, no relocation. So, Mike, I am sorry to hear that. That sucks. And I've been there. And um, I ended up just walking away because I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah. It sucks. It sucks. But um, yeah, Mike also said he just took the dog for a walk and almost died. So glad you're alive. Glad um, you're alive, Mike. But that's what you get for taking the dog for a walk. You tell the dog, hey, it's icy. <laughs> Go out in the yard by yourself. That's what we do. We stay at the door. They don't stay out long. But, you know, why, why should both of us fall down? the dog falls down it's going to need somebody to help pick it up if i fall down and the dog falls down who's going to save us yeah. nobody who will save my soul if you wrote did you write the foreword to a book did i did you um not a foreword what if i i wrote something for roger's book and i wrote something for the pizza book. The pizza book, but that was not a forward. That was just a story. Hmm. I don't think I wrote a... No, I didn't write... I wrote like a uh, a blurb. A blurb for Roger's book that was on the back cover. Okay. Blurb. Like okay. All right. It was a blurb. Did he pay you for that? <laughs> just with his friendship. Okay. <laughs> so, no. Yeah, no money was exchanged. Okay, no, because uh, I'm I'm thinking about I writing. I didn't want any money. I wouldn't have taken money. No, of course. I'm thinking about writing an ebook. Really? Mm -hmm. On podcasting. Really? Yeah. All right. So, like, wow, how's I, this going to fit in with your woodworking club and your game night, <sighs> Mister? I'm always so swamped. No, I am so swamped. But like, look, um, the I let people. People, influencers, f influencers, financial, pe like podcasters. Like I've been hearing about pass building a passive income. Sure. That's like the hot thing for like financial independence is build a passive income. Passive income. I listened to a couple podcasts about it. Like the realities it, may vary merch. Yeah. That's not really that <laughs> passive. But like. Oh, it's very passive. Passive. <laughs> A passive income stream, like typically that's kind of a misnomer because you got to put a lot of work up front to make it happen. Right. But like if you if you buy a property and then fix sure. it up and then hire a management company to like rent it out, then you've got an Airbnb or something and you barely touch it and it's passive, passive income, income, right? right? Huge amount of capital and time and work up front, but it becomes then passive, right? Yes. Um, investments with dividends, you put a lot, like you would have to have literally like 
three quarter million dollars in investments that pay dividends, but you'd get some passive, you just get money, right? Um, right? And a lot of people sell online courses. Some people do drop shipping. Some people do affiliate marketing. Drop shipping is when you set up a website basically that just pulls products from Amazon and marks them up. So oh. it's like, or at Alibaba or something. So it's mm -hmm. like, oh, I Google like a bike, a, hand, a bike uh, bell or something for a bike. And then I go to this website and it's like, oh, we've got this. It's like $8. They click it and you've got a system that basically places an order from Amazon or Alibaba and then just ships to them. And you only pay like four bucks. Oh. So you never receive or see the item. You right. just like, it, you're, a, you're a pass-through service. Okay. Um, people can do this. It's really hard to do. It's against everyone's terms of service. It's really easy to get banned from like Amazon and stuff. It's just like, it's, it's, it's just, it's really hard to be successful. But then there was this lady on a podcast and she's talking about eBooks and e-courses and stuff and newsletters. And I'm like, man, I'm not going to do like a monthly newsletter. I'm not going to do like a subscription, like membership forum. But I was like, dude, I can put a hundred words in an ebook about how to like do a good podcast. Sure. Um, and I like, I've got emails from uh, Kevin Matheny, like that I could like quote in there. Uh, you know, like I, I learned a lot at, at the station over the years, even okay. from the really crazy people and from you and from listening, answering listeners. You have really calls. crazy people. Yeah. I'm like, even listeners now, like chiming in and what I've heard in the phone when I answered phones, you know, it's like, I can put together a hundred, you know, hundred bucks or whatever. And then like maybe a couple people will buy it or whatever. But anyway, maybe I'll ask you for a blurb if I ever do it. I won't sure. ever do it. I'll probably, there's a 99% chance I'll never do this, but I'm thinking about it. Well, good. Then there's a 98% chance I won't write the blurb. Mm. It's good. No, I would write a blurb. Oh, that's why you asked him for, I should have said Roger paid me like a thousand dollars. God, now you know the truth is out. Yeah. No, of course. I, uh. This is where, all right. So in the last week, I found out both my producers are leaving uh, TMJ. Oh, no. The really good young one. Where's the, he going? Two guys that I like. Where's the uh, good one going? He's going to, well, they're both good. Uh, one is going, one got a, last summer he went and worked part time for a, a Northern League baseball team. Mm. And now he got a full time year round contract with them. So he's going to do their podcasts and stuff like that. And then the other one, is uh, he does play-by-play, -play and his schedule for play-by-play -play stuff has started to really fill up. He's getting a lot more play-by-play -play work, and that's what he really wanted to be into. And there's changes coming to the station, and it's it's not kind of where he wanted to be. But he called me the other day. He was the second one. Matt is his name, and he called me, and uh, he was very nice. Um, you know, I've had producers that just took off. You we'll know, just quit and just find out in an email with no no reason, no nothing. What just, kind of an asshole would do that? I don't know. Uh, Awful. I, I really don't know what kind of guy would do that. You should throat punch him next time you see him. Well, it, it's been tempting for a long time. Um, but he he had like he said all these really nice things about working with me, and that was the best part of his day, and all he's learned oh. from me, and how much. You know, uh, allowing him to be on the air with me, um, you know, because when he came to the station, he uh, it wasn't really what he wanted to do. He wanted to do work sports and they were like, well, we need a producer at night. And yes, you'll be doing Brewers games and things like that. And he goes and the bosses actually sold me the show by telling me uh, you'll be working with Brian Noonan 
and he loves to bring his producers in to make them part of the show. So you'll be on air. And he goes, and that's why I took the job and they were right. And so he was, he was like, well, so thank you so much for, and I'm like, what? I, okay. I, I never, you know, I just think I go on and babble, but I have learned I, I'm actually pretty easy to work with compared to a lot of people. Yeah. And I've become much easier to work with thanks to uh, medication. <laughs> so that's good. My two yeah. favorite people at WGN to work with were you and Hannah Stanley. Okay. Who I only, I only worked with her like twice, but she was, she's a lot like you in a lot of ways. Yeah. In a lot of her easygoingness and just, um, appreciation for the producers and what's happening um, yeah. but but uh there were she some... works for disney now does she i know she's in she lives in florida yeah oh no way i didn't know she way, left way. oh that's too bad um miss her no she was uh, she literally only filled in for you once or twice and both yeah. times i was just like oh my god this is the most like brian's show of anybody that's ever filled in um because i filled in for some awful people <laughs> I had to produce Jim Lasky. <laughs> Listen. He's a felon. He's literally a, a convicted felon, right? That's not yeah. slander yeah. if it's no, true, it's, right? It's, he's no, if it's true, it's true. It's, he's literally it's, a convicted felon. It's been he in was, the news. He talked about it. It was not was, a secret. He was nice enough, but he was kind of like Ric Flair, only with not as much spray tan, but same hair. Or pizzazz. <laughs> <laughs> he yelled a lot. I don't know. Well, that's who he was told to yell a lot. But anyway, so, um, but, but yes, I would be happy if I would be happy to write a blurb for a book that you oh, wrote. Okay. All right, all right. You're very good about, do your you know, your podcast business. I'll see. You I'll know, see. I'm never going to do this. There's I just no know way. shadow puppets. That's all I know. There's not a chance in hell I will ever do this, but I would uh, like the idea of it. I might do it. I probably won't do it. I might do it. I <laughs> very well could do it. Are you the, the vacillating podcaster? That's what you should call it. Vasoconstriction. Does that have something to do with your junk? Nope. Oh. Then I'm not interested. <laughs> you want to do some DMT? What is DMT? Watch DMT, the spirit molecule on Netflix. DNT? DMT. The spirit molecule? Is it some sort of drug? Mm-hmm. Oh, then I'm not interested. Oh, it's it's the spirit molecule. I actually haven't watched this this documentary, but I've heard about it, and so now I want you to watch it. All right, let's hold watch on. it together. Let's have a. I'm watch writing party. it down. DMT, the spirit molecule. The spirit molecule. Uh, Linda, tomorrow night and Thursday night this week on uh, WTMJ, and we will be. Uh, oh, Thursday night will be your team, the Packers. Put up a valiant fight, Cody. I don't know about football. No, you stop watching? You stop caring about the Packers? I haven't watched football in like at least 10 years. Well, the Packers uh, have the youngest have the youngest had the youngest roster in the NFL this year. Wow. Weren't uh weren't projected to do much. Started the season very slow, then went on a run, made it to the playoffs, won the wild card round, won their first round. And then they got to the divisional, the divisional series the other day against the 49ers, and they led the 49ers all the way into the fourth quarter. And finally, um, the 49ers beat them by I think it was four points. That's too bad. 
and I bad interception by uh, Jordan Love at the uh, last forty seconds. Of Who does Aaron Rodgers play for? Nobody. He's really? supposed to, well, he played for 48 seconds with the Jets. Then <laughs> he blew out his Achilles tendon. That's I, that's for that's true. That's I knew that, but he, is he still on the Jets, though? He's still technically on the Jets. You know, we'll see if he I don't know how many years they gave him when they brought him. I think they might have only given him a year contract. But he claims he's back, even though he didn't come back. Do you think Taylor Swift is hot? <sighs> no. I think she's I think she's she's not ugly by any stretch of imagination. She's a good-looking woman, a uh, young woman. I but I hot no. No. Hot hot's not the word. She's talented. Interesting. But yes, I don't believe she's she's not my type. So, you know, a friend not. a friend asked uh our our group text about this and he he's like my wife wants to know if anyone thinks she's hot. And we all gave him our opinion, but he never explained why this okay. came up. Because he was muttering Taylor in his sleep one night? I think he called her Taylor. At that moment? At that moment. Oh. At that exact moment. Yeah. Love story! <laughs> <laughs> Call me Tim McGraw! <laughs> That's right. I'm bringing up this. The old... I go old vintage Swift. I, I go a long time ago. I go early Swift when she was still a country singer. No, there's just, there's, she looks, how do I put it? Because I don't, like, I'm not saying she's to go with the uh, old school parlance. I'm not saying she's a dog. Uh, <laughs> I think I just, now Mike says cute. Yeah, I guess cute would be okay. She's kind of gangly. She's like a swan, you know. Mm. She's very, she's very angular. She's very gangly, mm -hmm. um, and I don't mean any of this is is an insult. Mm -hmm. But to me, hot is hot. To me, is oozing sex and sex appeal. Mm. That's when I hear hot. That's what I perceive it as. Mm. You know. Uh, and yeah, and she's she's a little less of like she's yeah, not like more playful, kind of more like she's approachable. Approachable. Approachable is different than hot. What about like girl next door hot though? What's that? She may be that if you qualified it that way. Mm. You know. Um, but I still, you know, you have to she's She's tall. She's got a certain kind of body type that you have to like to consider it hot because my hot and your hot are probably going to be different. Um, but yeah, girl next door, I think she definitely has that quality, mm. you know. Um, but yeah, I, I wonder why they wanted to know. Well, we had this conversation tonight. So Debbie and I are watching Saturday night's uh, Saturday Night Live. SNL. SNL. We're watching SNL tonight. And uh, the host was an actor from this movie, uh, Salt Creek or Salt Fire or Salt Dam or Salt Burn. Salt Burn, that's it. Salt Burn. And I don't know who he is. I guess he was in Kissing Booth, too. I, I Never heard of any of that. Right. So, and the, every sketch he was in was about how hot he was. Mm. Now, I'm not a guy who can't look at another man and go, yeah, he's a good-looking guy. 
Right. You know, I see you're a Brad, little gay. You're a little gay. Uh, you know, a, a touch here right. and there. It doesn't matter. I look at Brad Pitt. I go, that's a good looking man. George Clooney, good looking man. Right. Uh, you know, but um, this guy, I'm looking at him and I'm like, he's not ugly. Duh. But he's not like, I don't look at him and go, that is a good looking guy. Yeah. Um, and so I said to Debbie, is he as hot as they're saying? Or is he as good looking as they're saying he is? And she's like, no. I said, he's obviously actor good looking, but is he like superstar gorgeous? And she's like, no, there's something about him. It, no, it doesn't. So we had that same conversation. Interesting. Left out the part about being me a little gay, though. Okay. That well, didn't come uh, in. Yeah, I can't do everything. I can't do it all. All right. I, well, I guess to close, uh... oh my God, are you choking? <laughs> is the beer coming up? Oh, Monique uh... says he's got a great accent and he's tall. Yeah, he is tall. Oh, but is, so am oh, I, and so is Cody. We're, we're all tall. Uh, can, I, can I just can I just crap on Paul Krugman for a second? Who is Paul Krugman? He's an economist. He's an asshole. Okay, I hate sure. Him. All he's, right. Yeah. I, Nobel laureate. Bring a, little, bring a little culture to this show. Op-ed columnist, New York Times opinion, author of The Return of Depression Economics. Hold on. Great, I'm going to have some Glacier yak-ass water. He's an idiot. I hate him. Anyway, Paul Krugman sucks, uh, and I don't like any of his opinions. So, uh, uh, this Ron, one? Ron, Ron Dash 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 Dot dropped out of the 2024 20, race for idiots or something. Yes, and, Ron uh, DeSanctimonious. Ron DeSanctimonious. Uh, he had to go back to where woke goes to die. No, I don't just care. like his campaign. Yes. Wah, wah. If you're a big Ron DeSantis fan, don't stop listening because I have a point and it's not about him. So, uh, so Paul Krugman the uh, the great economist, pizza idiot, uh, goes, pizza quote, idiot. quote, although we're all making fun of DeSantis's humiliation, we shouldn't forget that his anti-vax crusade in service of his doomed run probably killed thousands of people. Uh, so that's what Paul Krugman tweeted. So I replied, yeah, good call. Why enjoy something for three seconds when you could just instead be a total buzzkill who hates fun? Um, <laughs> And it's true. Uh, although, although I can't like, believe I can't believe you're still getting into Twitter wars. I just I just hate him. Like he's just awful. Because uh, this tweet is essentially like, well, it may be funny that DeSantis lost, but let's not have any fun because he probably killed people. Like, why are you saying that? You're an idiot. This is yeah, wait till tomorrow. Let us laugh about how he and his lifts have to limp back to Florida and yeah. how he's not a humanoid and how he can't smile and yeah. all, all this other stuff. And then there's plenty of time to talk about in service of this doomed campaign, all the legislature that he pushed through in Florida that is going to do damage to Floridians for a long, long time. Florida just sucks. Just because he was trying to court the MAGA, you know, the MAGA monstrosity yeah. and uh, bring them along. Anyway, so Paul Krugman in 1998 said, quote, by 2005 or so, it will become clear that the Internet's impact on the economy has been no greater than the fax machines. So uh, Nobel Prize winning economist Paul Krugman, real smart. Elon Musk had the best reply. Elon Musk just replied and said, you give economics a bad name. And uh, look, wow. hate Elon all you want because there's a lot of problems with him. There's but like, that's funny. Him. That's funny. That is, does economics ever have a good name? Uh, 
not when Paul Krugman is involved or that guy from 538, John Silver or whatever. Silver, oh, Nate Silver. Uh, Nate, oh, Silver. Nate Silver's the Nate word. Silver, whose, whose polls are always so far off. God, I love the pundits. I can't. And they still go back to him all the time. Let's go to Nate Silver for a but, 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 but. It's always wrong. You should be a pundit. You, you punditize on uh, Twitter, currently known as X. Dude, I, I am, I have. I have seriously considered becoming the Republican presidential candidate. Really? Yeah. Okay. You're gonna... Here's what I would do. I would I would adopt Trump's uh de- makeup and hair. Don't care. No, my hair's way better than his. No, I would yeah. adopt his like I don't care about anything attitude. I would act like being stupid is actually really cool, which is what he does. Yeah. I would act stupider. But what I would do is I would come at the right from the left from the right. So I loop to loop. So here are some things I would You've do. already confused 90% of his supporters. Perfect. So here's what I would do. I would go yeah. out there and I'd be like, blah, 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 the Illuminati or whatever wants to separate this country by making us fight over oil and gas. Well, the Democrats want to make clean energy. Well, you know what I say? I say, let's stop giving all this money to those people in the Middle East. And then I would play upon Republican xenophobia uh, to advocate for clean energy cars, right? Like, if we have clean cars, we can stop giving those people in the Middle East a bunch of money for their oil, right? So you're essentially giving a left-leaning message through the right wing, right? And then I would go into immigration the same way. It would be like, look, uh, I don't know, something economy, like people that come in immigrants, they do jobs you don't want to do. You want to do those jobs? That's not what America is about. Let them do the jobs that you don't want to do. And then like like a really racist way of pushing left-wing politics. But I think yeah. it can be done. I think it can be done. And you say, I'm going to unite the nation because really we all want the same thing. They're just packaging it wrong. So I package it in a far right-wing way then I get in the White House to sign a bunch of executive orders and like arrest everyone that like does student loans and like I don't know. Wow, you're you're sounded more like you're gonna arrest everybody for dude, day? yeah, close all the for first day okay. and just like let them run amok and be like that's what freedom <laughs> is, gents, and then like dump tea on people that disagree with me. It'd be great. It would be, It'd be great. amazing. Let I'd me be ask a you this. Uh, well, let me. If, if this, this podcast were a debate, made it impossible for us, it's probably for me true. to run. Um, have you, before there was the you know, there's always been a slight immigration problem. But did you ever meet anybody who lost their job picking lettuce to an illegal immigrant? Yes, you have. Yes. Okay, then I sit. Yeah, correctly. yeah. Lettuce picker. Uh, lettuce picker Lou. Uh, he was Picker my Lou. roommate my freshman year of college, and Lettuce Picker Lou used to always go behind our dorm and pick some lettuce. And then one day, a Mexican was there. What? And he was picking, he was picking lettuce, and he looked at Lettuce uh, Picker Lou. He looked him dead in the eye, and he said, Por que no? And Lettuce Picker Lou didn't know what he said, so he's like, Como? And he was just like, Por que no? And he just stared at him. And then he slowly unzipped his pants. And Lettuce Picker Lou came right back to my dorm room crying. And I said, Lettuce Picker Lou, it is okay. I'll cheer you up. And then I I called up a bunch of sorority girls that I knew. And I was like, come to dorm room 304 in Morehouse. 
and you come up and you give Let Us Pick a Lou a good time. And Alpha Phi Gamma Delta Betas, right. uh, they all came the and they ran, the came. they ran train on Let Us Pick a Lou. It was amazing. Wow. It was, this... it was, there, so, was some, there was some Let Us Pick that night. All right, in but my let, dorm me, room. let me say this then. It sounds like Let Us Pick a Lou came out on the. Uh, the right end of the stick on that. No, one. no, 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 because no. no, because in the middle of it, he killed himself with a gun. And I was like, where'd you get that? Let us pick a Lou. That's a dark turn. Uh, but he was in the hospital and he was like, I hid the gun uh, because my second amendment rights couldn't be violated. And then he like let out his last breath. They but may then, take my lettuce, but they'll take my gun from my cold dead hands. No, the crazy thing was Scott Stapp was in the room and Scott Stapp was wide like, open. He, he was like, he was like, let us pick a loo. Can you take me higher? And he had his guitar and there was a whole wow. explosion. And then the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders came in and they all started cheering. Let us pick a loo. Let us pick a loo. And then let us pick a loo actually got up and he grew a beard. He had a beard at this point because he'd been dead for so long. And he was like, I'm just going to wow. be resurrected. And he walked out of the door and I think he's Jesus. His second coming, he just decided to pick lettuce instead. Anyway, really? he moved to he moved to Argentina. Um, wow! Yeah, you are high as hell. <laughs> I'm not high. <laughs> I love the the I love the ballad of lettuce picker Lou. <laughs> That is, is that the name of this episode? The Ballad of Lettuce Ballad Picker of Lou. Lettuce Picker it's Lou. Be. That is the title of the episode. The Ballad of Lettuce Picker Lou. <laughs> wow, that was a tale. Yeah. That was a tale. Yeah. As old as time. It was. Wow. Well, on that, we, we have to end on that. <laughs> There's no two ways about it. We don't follow the Ballad of Lettuce Picker Lou. Uh, except by saying, hey, don't forget to uh, go check out our other pod. There, our other pod, of course, is Crafty Brewers, Tales Behind Craft Beer. You can go to craftybrewerspod.com on Instagram or crafty underscore brewers underscore pod. And the other reminder is when you go to craftybrewerspod.com, click on the merch page, and there is Realities May Vary merchandise for the first time ever. Be the first kid on your block, the first kid on your podcast platform to wear a Realities May Vary t-shirt or sweatshirt. But Brian, I have kids. They want to wear stuff too. How handy. We have children's sizes of our famous eggs and toast t-shirt and sweatshirt and onesie for your infants. So uh, do that. Support the show. Support both shows. Uh, if you want, that's great. If you don't, uh, and and by support, like it's not like we like are writing ourselves checks. Support literally no. means like we take the money we make and we pay ourselves back for web hosting costs and subscriptions that we pay for for like editing software yeah, and uh, <laughs> well, yeah, web hosting costs. So like, like, like we we pay money to do these podcasts this helps us not pay money it does not help us make money it helps us break even yes it so is not in, passive income yeah so if you enjoy <laughs> the entertainment it's helping us make the entertainment not cost us money to give to you so there's that yeah there's that all right well thanks for listening and uh, we will be back again next time for another unbelievable episode of realities may vary 
Uh, Cody, any last word? Sex. Is that what I say at the end of every episode? I don't know. No, I say bye. I say bye. Bye, this American pie. I put my finger in the pie. And you know what happened. <laughs>